I'm Cathy Van Royen from Chatty Cathy. The world has changed since I've started these podcasts. Normal looks different. And it sounds different. Now more than ever, stories are waiting to be told. And I'm here to share them with you. Peter Darrell is a successful businessman, mentor, athlete, with 50 years of extraordinary running, he has many stories to share. He's passionate about helping others, and now, in this time of uncertainty, he poses the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? Peter, it's the coldest morning that I felt in a long, long time. And welcome to the podcast on this chilly July morning. I didn't think this morning was quite that bad, but maybe maybe I dressed up a little warmer than the other mornings. For okay. me, Sunday morning was a, was a bad one, but uh, no, but I won't argue with you. <laughs> There's been some, this is notoriously the month for me after comrades, which everybody starts getting back out and shaking the legs. But for me, July is still a no, a no racer. But for you, it's a different reality because you don't let the weather stop you. Well, we're going to talk about an event just a little later uh, where you can have your say on how cold it was, uh, which is interesting. You're talking about how cold it is. But uh, I had I'd started off preparing for today. I'd looked at the roads race and because I, I could have sworn that this was the weekend that roads should have been on. But I then discovered that it was scheduled to be in June. And then they postponed it from, because of COVID lockdown, they postponed it to a date in October. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but they have a number of traditions down there, which won't quite be the same in um, October as they would be in the middle of July. I think last week you and I spoke about the polar bear uh, event they have down there, where you've got to complete the the ultra marathon, and then at midnight on the Saturday after the run, you go and have a, a naked swim. And uh, which is not me, <laughs> not me ever, <laughs> not gonna happen. And, 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 and I would say it, you know, <laughs> it's bad enough at the best of times, but in the middle of winter, no, thank you. Yeah, in October, it might be quite pleasant, fueled by a couple of other ones. They also, they also have a special drink that they have because they've got a tradition with old brown sherry. Okay. But they've now moved from the old brown sherry and they've got a special name for it and uh, that it's half old brown sherry and the other half is rum and uh, have a couple of those and you'll do anything I suppose. <laughs> um, I got the, the park run newsletter this week and it was quite amazing that would you believe it that they've now created a special event which they call open bracket, not close bracket, park run. So okay. you now have a not park run, and which wow. is an opportunity. They had a special name before where they called it a freedom run, where you could log in your time for a freedom run. And I think that technically the freedom run should have been run over your course. 
your standard park run course. Yeah. But now it's a case of you can log in a time for a 5K on any course during the week. Oh, and wow. uh, would you believe it that 21,542 people from across 20 countries logged in and recorded a time for last week? Gosh. And, and I got uh, sort of half inspired by that. But I thought, let me see how easy it is. Yeah. And I, I went in and I, and I logged my time for Sunday and, uh, uh, and put it down for the Germiston Lake or Victoria Lake Park Run. I haven't gone on to the Victoria Lake Park Run site to see how many people have joined me on that. But uh, I will be doing that in the fullness of time. But it's not you, just all, all technology wise, and <laughs> I just logged in and to check in. <laughs> it's great. You know, it got a little bit more complicated than that because it was a question. It was a, a question of um, login login codes, uh, passwords. And I had right. to go to the register and say, I, I don't remember mine or forgotten mine or whatever. But be that as it may, I've sorted that one out. So it was an exercise. But being the techno geek that I've become, it was a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. So I just thought it was an interesting exercise. And, and I, I sort of put the word out there, folks. Um, I think the way they've done it, it gives a reason for it. And uh, it was it was ever so simple. So I will be doing it on a weekly basis, and it gives me a reason for doing for doing five k's. Exactly. Uh, if it inspires, I think if it inspires people to run or inspires people to have that sense of belonging, then you know, then good for them and good for you for for you know getting excited again about doing the five k's. And 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 that sort of thing. Yes. Now, on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we were scheduled to have the run zone icebreaker. Now, I, re I remember running the run zone icebreaker. And I knew that I had two friendly marshals standing out somewhere on the course. And <laughs> but not knowing the area as I do, I, I spent nine k's of a 10k run. In fact, I think I spent <laughs> nine and a half k's of a 10k run looking for these two beautiful marshals. <laughs> before I found them and, and they were all wrapped up in, in the uh, the winter willies uh, whilst the rest of us were, were no, I'd, act, I'd actually forgotten about that race and I think I'm wearing the exact same ski jacket today because <laughs> I've been out and I've got my ski jacket on and I think I was wearing that last year at the at the marshalling point yeah what was what was interesting um, was that um, I had forgotten about it, and you know, I, I saw Run Zone Icebreaker, and and it was at the Fairland Walk Shopping Centre, yeah. and I actually thought, where is the Fairland Walk Shopping Centre? And as soon as I twigged where it was, then I then I remembered, okay. uh, I remembered that, and um, yeah, it was a particularly cold morning, but I and. That's all I can remember of it. I can remember how you were dressed. I don't remember quite how I was dressed. Uh, 
but uh, I think we've got I've got a picture somewhere. Some I'll, I'll well, dig it out. We've got pictures of, of of you and me there. Yeah, and I point. should have looked at it. Um, yeah, I think it was it was a ten twenty one, if my memory serves me correctly. Yes, yes, I think it was. And I think I only did the ten, and Sue did the twenty one. And I seem to think that I haven't done it. I went, yes, I did, because yeah. uh, I then moved I, the I car. Then got into you came back, yeah. And I came back and I chatted to you and, and Debbie. Yes, it was yeah. it was that. And then when when Sue and others came through, I took photographs of them. So yeah, no, I we remember that photographs now. Of them. But it was just okay. interesting to, to, to reflect on it, yes. Gosh, now, all these races are going past and we're just, I'm just completely, you know, out of sight, out of mind and away for me, but not for you, luckily. You're keeping track. Well, now, yeah. on, on Saturday in Pretoria, they had the AFRI Forum Springbok Fussmate, which was a 25 and then a 10,5 kilometer run. And I think it's one of the one of the iconic, the iconic um, runs on on the circuit. Uh, a number of people did it as a, as a virtual race. I didn't, but with hindsight, I'm almost sorry that I I didn't do it uh, because it was for such a such a worthy cause. But I. What was that? Do you know? can't now tell you exactly what the cause was, but okay. uh, I'm going to quote from uh, Tom Cottrell's Runner's Guide, where he's, he's actually talking about the short run. He says, Walker's welcome. One should rather view this event as an experience rather than merely a run. The race commemorates the Springbok soldiers of South Africa's past. In 2020, the brave Springboks of the Second World War will again be remembered. Before the start, a small ceremony to remember the fallen is held. It is similar to the one held at Menin Road Bridge in Belgium. Planes from the South African Harvard Club fly over and it has become a tradition to start the race with a cannon shot once the planes have, pa have passed. Pipers, buglers, cannons, and a carnival atmosphere contribute to a very popular race. Oh, that um, sounds good. And it, it, it really, it really is a, a great event from, from that point of view. And certainly in the previous years, I've got some wonderful photographs of, of the Harvards flying over. And that and I, I'm gonna say it was a, a Boer War cannon that they used, uh, the pipers playing and things like that. But this year, even though it was done as, as a virtual race, they actually did a lot of the things that they've done in the past. They had the cannon there. Oh, well. Uh, they, 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 they had the buglers there. There were the guys in uniform and, and, and so on. Well, that sounds so good. It really was something. Um, and it's, you know, when you look at the profile, it is also something. Um, and I, I'm just looking at what it's got what it's got to say about the the phosphate 25. It is here the real challenge begins with a tough run through the felt and up to the infamous Fort Skanskop 
many seasoned campaigners regard this as the toughest 25 kilometer on the calendar, if not physically, certainly mentally. Okay. And I think that's, that's about sums it up. And uh, certainly remember, if it was 25, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, my sister did it one year when she talked about it, but she loves the trail races and she said it was challenging. So I says, okay, there's no ways I'll be doing the 25. But now that you've, you've convinced me that the 10 is worth maybe getting out of bed and going to experience, but I'll do that as a walk. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would, you know, to me, it's one of those, you know, when I say iconic, I, you're really iconic. And I think that if I were to draw up a list of races that one has to do, this would this would be on that list um, okay. that it is it is something something special. And I'm I just hoping all these races come back next year. You know, like you know, people. I hope they come back. The, the race organisers are are you know haven't given up because of this year with the COVID and being the virtual. I hope they all come back with a vengeance next well, year. You know, they've got they. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons why I'm sorry that I didn't do it as a virtual run just to, to show my support yeah but uh i certainly will be sending this post to the organizers to say well done guys and i'm sorry i didn't uh back you as i could have and should have uh, yeah. but it is one of those that is, is a must to to do so good mark it down for next year yeah any other races i i did i i I, I did see that there was a 10k in Durban starting at the Blue Lagoon, and uh, but I, I don't know the event, and but after getting carried carried away with the phosphate, uh, I think any other race would be would be second. Okay. We'll leave <laughs> okay. it. At, we'll leave it. At we'll leave it on, it on a high. Yes, you take the high road. Well, Peter, that was a very interesting. A little snippet and I'm sure hopefully the people listening to this will then go back to support the Springbok Fast Bike because I think I certainly will be. Yeah. So thanks very much. Thank you Kathy, we'll chat again next week. <laughs>